Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let us just bow our heads even as we pray. Everlasting Father God in heaven, we thank you this wonderful morning for the privilege to gather in your presence. Lord God in heaven, the Bible said that at the entrance of your word, bring it light and it giveth understanding to the simple. Lord, we acknowledge the simplicity of our hearts before you, asking that, Lord, you would pour your wisdom on us, O God, that our lives are transformed, our lives are reflective of your intent for our lives, and that your name be glorified. Father God in heaven, I yield myself, O God in heaven, as your vessel, asking that, Lord, you will speak through me, that everyone who hears me, O God, would hear you, and their lives will be changed and your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you're wondering why I'm wearing the military outfit, it's very, very intentional. Today in the United Kingdom also is the Remembrance Sunday, wherein you are remembering those who laid their lives for the peace of the people around us. But again, being someone from Nigeria, I wear this also to commemorate for the people who lost their lives in the pursuit of a better Nigeria. On October the 20th, 2020, innocent citizens were killed on account of them protesting. However, we know that God will indeed have his way, not just in Nigeria, but over across the nations of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome once again this Sunday morning. The title of my sermon is The Mechanics of Favor. Hallelujah. The Mechanics of Favor. Perhaps you're wondering why. Because I believe that there's a science to everything. There, there, there must be an element of an explanation behind the Christianity that we profess. Apostle John was saying that I cannot help but speak of the things that my eyes have seen and my hands have handled, praise God, concerning the word of righteousness. In other words, there is a way, you know, spirituality is practicable. And so the essence of today's service, even as we begin to examine the context of favor, is to begin to understand how can I make God's favor work for me? Praise God. And our anchor text this morning is taken from the book of Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, and I'll be reading from verses 42 to 52. Luke chapter 2, from verses 42 to 52. Please read with me, and I, and I read, and it says, And when he was 12 years old, talking about the person of Jesus Christ now, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days, they returned. The child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they, supposing to have been in the company, went a day's journey. And they sought him among their king's folks and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. Now it was that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? 
Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. Verse 49, and he said to them, why do you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? Verse 50, but they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And the verse 52, and it says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with men. In other words, favor is obtainable. Praise God. And that is why we are looking at the mechanics of favor. And our anchor text for this month is Psalms chapter 102 verse 13. And it says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. And I prophesy to you that is watching me this morning that your set time of favor is now. Hallelujah. Your set time for favor is is now. But again, let me just give you a, a brief recap of what we looked at in order to lay a good foundation of what we are looking at in today's service. Last week, Sunday, I said, what is favor or what does it mean to be favored? And here we agreed that favor is the grace of God or the blessing of God or the resultant effect of the interest of God in the life of a person. Praise God. That favor is the grace of God, the blessings of God, or the resultant effect of the interest of God in the life of any individual. In other words, when God is interested in you, he's obliged to favor you. Hallelujah. When God is interested in you and me, he is obliged to favor us. Little wonder, Psalm chapter 5 verse 12 says that he surrounds the righteous with favor as with a shield. Hallelujah. But again, what then does it mean to be favored? What does it mean to be favored? We have established what favor is, but what does it mean to be favored? And here we said to be favored is to be preferred or chosen above other more seemingly qualified persons. Hallelujah. Thereby proving that the basis for being chosen is on account, is not account of any personal effort. Praise God. It is not on account of any personal effort, but it is solely on account of God being involved in the life of an individual. Hallelujah. In other words, that when favor or when someone is favored, the essence of that favor is not to highlight human effort because if it was based on effort, nobody would be favored. Hallelujah. The Bible said that they did not get the land by their own doing, but it was by the hand of God because he favored them. Hallelujah. And I pray that perhaps you have not tasted the favor of God. I pray that in today's service, by virtue of the entrance of this word, because the Bible said that, and he spoke the word, and the spirit entered into me. In other words, that when you begin to hear 
the word of God concerning the favor of God, that the favor of God would locate you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And now, why do I need to be favored? We begin to look at last week. We said that the reason for favor is that favor circumvents the wickedness of this world, highlighting the fact that if it was left to the devil alone, everyone that claims to be of Jesus would be nothing. But because of the favor of God, we are able to override the wickedness of this world. That is why the Bible says in the book of Psalm 23 that he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Can you be in the midst of a lion and not be eaten if not for the favor of God? Hallelujah. Praise God. Number two, the essence of favor is that favor is a proof of God's presence in the life of any individual. In other words, when you begin to see someone experiencing divine ease in any respect of their lives is as a result of the presence of God in their lives. Look at Exodus chapter 20. Sorry, Exodus um, 14 verse 14. The Bible said that, it, that you need not fight in this battle for the battle is not yours but of the Lord. Little wonder when the children of Israel were crossing the Red Sea, they did not cross the Red Sea or the Red Sea did not part because of Israel. The Red Sea parted because the creator of the universe was right in their midst. Hallelujah. And so favor is an evidence of the presence of God in the life of an individual. Number three, that favor is the cure for the frustrations of life. Hallelujah. Favor is the cure for life's frustration. I don't know about you, but when you realize that you have done all you can and are not succeeding, you realize that indeed that you need the favor of God. Little one that the anchor text for this month says in Psalm 102 verse 13 that thou will arise and have mercy because we realize that if not for the mercies of God, Lamentations 3 verse 22 and 23 says, if not for the mercies of God, we will have, we would have been consumed. Hallelujah. So therefore, favor is the cure for the frustrations of life. And finally, last week, we said that favor is the right or the heritage of the saints. According to Revelations 5 verse 12, when the scripture uh, Apostle John was talking about the qualities or, or rather the, um, the benefits or the dividends of salvation, Revelation chapter 5 verse 12, it says that saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. The blessing element there is the favor of God. Because if God be for any man, hallelujah, no one, no one, absolutely no one can be against him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Absolutely no one can be against him. But the reality of it is that one of the greatest frustrations in life, one of life's greatest frustrations is to be able to give your best and yet the result you see is not commensurate with the effort you have put in. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Remember we are looking at the mechanics of favor. How does this favor work and how can I make the favor of God work for me? And I'm saying it again that one of the greatest frustrations in life is to labor 
is to work hard, is to put in your best, and yet the result you are seeing is not equivalent to the effort or the, res or the effort you have put in. It is like a popular saying that they say that how can I be walking like an elephant and be eating like an ant? Praise God. Hallelujah. To study for an exam and yet not get the desired result. To invest a lot of money in a project and yet you lose everything. Praise the Lord. To invest time and energy and resources into building something and yet it does not succeed. As a matter of fact, jokingly I say, to even spend many hours in the gym and yet the weight is still remaining where it is. Hallelujah. So you begin to realize that in the context of human existence, favor is relevant. Favor is actually crucial in the success of any individual. Hallelujah. Look at what Peter said to begin to explain or to put um, a basis for what I'm trying to say. Luke chapter 5 verses 5. The Bible says that Peter was a fisherman. And he was a professional. He was an experienced man in the business of fishing. However, when he encountered Jesus, what did he say? He said, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Praise God. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Praise God. In other words, that Peter had labored, done everything they could. I mean... You could, you could imagine trying to play by every trick in the, play, in the playbook, but yet the result is non-existent. Perhaps, I say it again, that perhaps you have labored, you are hardworking, you are diligent, but yet you are not seeing anything. Allow me to say, have you encountered the favor of God? Because the reality of it is this, in the kingdom of God, Favor is a key non-negotiable for accomplishing the things that God has done or has um, itemized for you and I to accomplish in the course of our human existence. Praise God. Motivational speakers will say that hard work is the gateway to success. I believe that. Praise God. But I dare say that that statement is not completely true. It's lacking. They might go ahead to say, I mean, I read a book that said that until you put in a minimum of 10,000 hours into a given field of passion, you will never succeed in that particular endeavor. 10,000 hours. Some say that preparation plus hard work is equal to success. And I say that if that was the basis for hard work, I mean, look at what Colin Powell said. He said that there are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from your failures. I believe. But again, I say that that statement is lacking. Why? Because if it was based on this, every hardworking person will be successful. Praise God. I say it again. If it was based on hard work alone, if it was based on preparation alone, every hardworking person, every well-meaning individual, every prepared person would have been successful. 
But the reality of it is, that's not the case. Some will say that this life is not even balanced. Because I see people who don't even put, they put minimum effort. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that hard work is not good. Praise God. Look at what the Bible says here. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 11. The Bible says Solomon in his wisdom at the later age of his life. He said, I returned and saw under the sun. The race is not for the swift, nor the battle for the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding. And what's the next statement? Nor favor to men of skill, but what? Time and chance happens to them all. Hallelujah. This is why I always say that life was never designed to be lived outside of God. Because it is the presence of God in the life of any man or woman that guarantees the fulfillment of destiny. John 15 says that indeed I am the vine and ye are the branches. Abide in me and I in you. For without me you can do nothing. Praise God. Anybody who claims not to need God in no distant time will realize that God is all you need. Praise God. I say it again. Anybody who claims not to be in need of God in no short time would realize that God is actually all you need. Because the psalmist would say that only a fool would say in his heart that there is no God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so you begin to realize that the appropriate condition for success or for fulfillment is preparation plus hard work plus favor is equals to success. Hallelujah. Preparation plus hard work plus favor is what guarantees success. Because after you have done all, the, Psalm, the King Solomon said, that I have seen all these things, that at the end of the day, time and chance happens to everybody. Who is the custodian of time and chance, if not for the Jehovah God? Praise God. And so you realize that God is actually necessary in the equation of life. The Israelites were hardworking. Praise God. The Israelites were hardworking because if not for them, if not for them, the Egyptian civilization that we read would not have materialized because they were the laborers who actually brought about the civilization in ancient Egypt. Praise God. However, they were hardworking, but there was no favor. Because if they were actually favored, they would no longer be in that situation, walking like an elephant and yet eating like an ant. Praise God. Look at what the Bible says in Exodus chapter 3, verse 21 to 22. It says, I, this was God speaking to Moses concerning the people of Israel. And it says, I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall be that when you go, that you shall not go empty-handed. But every woman shall ask of her neighbor. Namely, of her who dwells near her house, articles of silver, articles of gold, and clothing. And you put them on your sons and on your daughters, and you shall plunder the Egyptians. Praise God. 
How can you go and ask your taskmaster, I want, I mean, it's like an employee going to the boss and saying, I want to earn more than what you're earning. I mean, that's a guarantee for losing your job on that day. But not with God, because the Bible said that what? When the ways of a man pleases God, he even causes his enemies to be at peace with him. Praise God. The relevance of favor in the life of any individual. Exodus 12, verse 35 to 36. It says, Now the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moses, and they asked from the Egyptians articles of silver, articles of gold and clothing, and the Lord... Hallelujah. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they granted what they requested. Thus, they plundered the Egyptians. Praise the Lord. One of my greatest testimonies in life is this. I will say it till the day Jesus comes and even afterwards. I am not the most skillful. I am not the most gifted. But I can never deny the favor of God upon my life. Praise God. Where I am today and where I will be going tomorrow, it is not based on my skill. It is not based on the people I have on my contact list. It is not based on my connections. Rather, it is solely by the favor of God because I know fully well that even the hardworking, even the most intelligent, even the most skillful are yet without. So therefore, favor remains a crucial part in my walk with God. Hallelujah. But then, how then do I enjoy the favor of God? How can we enjoy the favor of God? Praise God. A man of God that I highly reverse said that favor is not free. Praise God. That favor is not free, but it is entreated. What does it mean to entreat? You must ask. Praise God. Favor is not free. Favor is what? Entreated. Look at the Bible. It says in Psalm 119 verse 58, it says, I entreated your favor. David, speaking to the Almighty God, said, I entreated your favor with my whole heart. Be merciful to me according to your word. Hallelujah. I entreated your favor. I sought your favor. I asked for your favor with what? My whole heart. And it says what? Have mercy on me according to your word. Oftentimes I will say it. Before favor takes place, mercy must have gone ahead. Praise God. Before favor manifest. Mercy has gone ahead. Why? Because mercy is when God deals with us, not based on what we have done. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mercy is when God does not deal with us in the light of how we are. Praise God. And so, this is why I'm emphasizing if there is anything you must take away from today's service, is the need, the crucial need for you and I in this month of November 2020 to cry out to God for favor. Remember I said, favor is not free. As free as salvation is, until you believe you cannot be saved. Praise God. 
A man of God said that if you are too big to believe God, then you are too small to be saved. Praise God. If you are too big to believe God, you are too small to be saved. Hallelujah. And so you begin to realize that favor is the crucial need for you and I. The Bible says, and the very thing I want to stress is that favor is God's idea. It is God who even thought about it. The favor of God emanated from the love of God for humanity. The Bible said that I have loved you with an everlasting love. What can separate me from the love of God? Say nothing. No principalities, no angels, no demons, nothing can separate us from the love of God. And so favor is God's very idea. However, for us to enjoy this favor, there are certain conditions that must be met. And number one, criteria for favor is the fear of God. Hallelujah. The number one criteria for favor is that you must have the fear of God. Now, what do I mean by the fear of God? I don't mean to be afraid of God. No. I mean that reverential honor in your heart for God. Look at the life of Joseph. The Bible said that Mrs. Potiphar was making sexual advances to Joseph. Now, I want to believe that Potiphar, being an affluent man in Egypt, would not have married an ugly woman, so to speak. And so I believe that she was well-pleasing to the eye. But when she made sexual advances to Joseph, Joseph said, There is no one greater in this house than I, nor have he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. But look at what he said. He said, How then can I do this great wickedness? And sin against God. In your private place, in your dealings with people, do you eschew God to a high level that you are willing to do whatever it takes to honor God irrespective? That's what it means to have the fear of God. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 9, you say that only a fool mocks at sin. But it says, but among the upright, among those who fear God, amongst the righteous, there is what? Favor. Praise God. Amongst the righteous, there is what? Favor. Number two, for you to enjoy the favor of God, you must love God and love all that he loves. Praise God. You cannot say you fear God and not love God. You cannot say you fear God and not love what he loves. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 102, our anchor text for the month, it says you will arise to have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. And what does the 14 say? Why has favor come? It says, for your servant take pleasure in her stones. What is the stone? Zion. What is Zion? The church. And who is the church? You and I, the ecclesia. And it says, and show favor to her dust. Therefore, that's why Matthew 6 verse 33, it says what? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, all these things shall be added unto you. 
You cannot claim you love God and not love people. Praise God. You cannot claim you love God and yet you disdain your neighbor. That is not God. Because if you truly love God, you will love what he loves. Praise God. If you love God, you will love what he loves. Finally, for you to enjoy the favor of God, you must do it what? Wholeheartedly. You must fear God with your whole heart. You must love God and love all that he loves wholeheartedly, not partially, not seasonally, because the love of God is unconditional. Praise God. Psalm 119, like I read earlier, verse 58 said, I entreated your favor with my what? Whole heart. That is the criteria to enjoy the favor of God. And it says, well, be merciful unto me, Lord, according to your word. Praise God. Luke chapter 10, the golden text of scripture, it says, an intellectual came to ask Jesus and he said, what must I do that I may have eternal life? And Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, and you must love your neighbor as yourself. Praise God. Can people around you testify that you love God? Can God validate that you love him? You see, many a times we regard Joseph, David rather, as a man after God's own heart. But there is a very funny mystery to that statement. It was not David that said, I am a man after your heart. It was not the people that said that David is a man after God's own heart. It was God who testified to Samuel, saying, I have denied Saul. I have found for myself a man after my heart. Praise God. Can God testify of that for you and for me? Because anyone who loves God wholeheartedly, there is no limit to what God can do. Little wonder that song says that all oh, the overwhelming love of God, it chases me till I'm found. It leaves the 99 for me. Now imagine what God will do on account of our love for him and our love for the things that he loves. My brothers and my sisters, the time to love God was yesterday because it's a matter of urgency. It must start now. If indeed we are going to survive in the days ahead, it is going to be on account of the favor of God. Remember I said that to be favored, to be favored is to be chosen. To be favored is to be preferred over more qualified people. And so therefore, in the days ahead, if we are going to succeed, if we are going to be sustained in this wicked world, the favor of God is what you and I need. And by the glory of God, I have presented to you what it takes to enjoy that favor of God. 
But to start with, you cannot even begin to talk about the favor of God if you have not made Jesus your Lord and your personal Savior. Because the favor of God is preserved for the righteous. The Bible says, Psalm 5 verse 12, that what? He surrounds the righteous with favor as with a shield. Hallelujah. That he would bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. Favor is only preserved for the righteous. So perhaps you would want to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life. Why don't you say this prayer with me this morning and say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for me on the cross of Calvary. And on the third day, you rose again. I confess before you that I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. And grant me the privilege to walk in the realities of the new creation. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. If you have said that prayer with me today, allow me to say congratulations. You are welcome into the realm of favor. Because the Bible says that many are called, but a few are chosen. You are chosen because from the foundation of the earth, God chose you. And so please send us an email to at place, admin at placeofvictory.org.uk. We have resources to be able to enable you to grow in the Christian faith, knowing fully well that your destiny in Christ is unlimited in scope. I hope this has blessed you. God bless you.